Hi guys, it's Christina with Weird Audio. I just wanted to let you know that the audio for this episode is unfortunately fuzzy. I was going to re-record it. I just did not have time. So I'm sorry for the audio quality of this episode. I still think the content is awesome. So that's why I wanted to release it. I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for listening. everyone and welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am your host Christina Singh. I am here. We are here for a solo episode. Like I mentioned, every Wednesday I'll have a new interview for you and every Friday we're going to get cozy and intimate. Just me, you, and my iced coffee. A little bit of <laughs> anyway, um, I'm really excited to start this solo episode series because I have really desired to do more solo episodes. Um, I've done them, you know, sprinkled in here and there on the show, but I'm really super excited to to just have some time with you all one on one. In this week's solo episode, I'm really thrilled to be talking about something that changed my perspective on accomplishments, success, what that all means. And that is a failure resume. So I was introduced to the failure resume by past guest of this show, Rachel Volkley-Kuhlman, who is absolutely incredible. She is a creativity coach. And I took a beta course she had launched last year. And in that course, one of the exercises that we all did as a group was a failure resume. So in this week's episode, I want to go through what exactly is a failure resume, why is it important, and then I want to share my experience of my failure resume with all of you and how it really changed my perspective and how I've come back to it and and what it really means to visit your failure, like why that's important. (laughs) So what is a failure resume? Um, Well... It is exactly what it sounds like. It is a resume. Uh, You literally draft a resume and write down all of your failures. So we all have, if we're working in the professional world, if we've applied for jobs, maybe not all of us have done this, but uh, you have most likely created a resume once in your life. And that reflects your professional experience, your skills, maybe volunteer experience that you have and really highlights your accomplishments. And what can also happen in that resume is some of the things that you're maybe not so good at aren't shining. They're not taking center stage. And so our resume can smooth out all of those like cracks and wrinkles in our experience to make that success shine. It's a wonderful, wonderful way to promote yourself, promote your experience to help you grow and progress in your career. What I think a failure resume does is really flips that on its head. So you can look at, okay, this is my resume. This is how I'm structuring it. But what are the areas where I failed? What are the, where, where have I made mistakes? Where can I learn about these mistakes? And I think ignoring our mistakes or our failures is something that is very easy to do. It's really easy not to look at them. 
Or maybe they take up so much of your brain that it's really easy to not reflect upon our failure. So when I did this exercise with Rachel and our group at the time, what I, I found a pattern in my failures. And I'll get to that later in this episode. But I think reflection upon your mistakes, upon your failures can lead to an understanding of where you might have some gaps in your own evolution, what you want to work on, some things that are really, um, you know, munching on your brain, some insecurities, some things you might want to bring up in therapy, career goals that you're afraid of. And for me, it really highlighted a lot of fears that I have. So let's talk about failure. Probably my number one fear, aside from perishing on this earth, is failing. And I do it every single day. I fail at so many things every single day. Uh, I have so many expectations for myself, so many things I want to accomplish. And then I'm paralyzed by fear. I don't know if other people can relate, but one of the things that came out of my experience in this group with Rachel Volkley Kuhlman, who I'm just going to you know, shine a light on in this episode because she's amazing was, you know, uh, what type of person I am? What, how do I, um, where does my energy lie? And my energy really lies in ideation. So brainstorming, coming up with ideas, and I am a really weak executor. So I really need to set myself up for success to be able to execute efficiently. I can come up with any idea under the sun, but as far as executing it, that's a really big challenge for my for me. Uh, for you, maybe you're an incredible executor, but brainstorming is really, really challenging for you. Maybe you question everything and that's where your brain is strongest. Um, but when it gets down to weighing the pros and cons and like really creating a strategy, that part is really hard. So why failure is important is it, it helps us reflect on our mistakes. It's not so much the failure that's important. It's examining our failures to identify where things went awry, to identify where we can grow. So this process promotes a realistic understanding of what's happened in your life and just has, it'll allow you a moment of reflection and discovery. I think in this moment in our world, we are constantly overstimulated. We're constantly facing trauma. And I want to emphasize this is not supposed to be a negative experience or going down a spiral of how horrible you are, of how negative you are. I think it's really important when you're crafting your failure resume to remember that you're human, number one, and that this failure resume, there are so many people who have a failure resume that looks similar to yours, might be longer, might be shorter. It's going to be a diverse experience for everyone. And it's not meant to have you sit in the negative. It's meant to be a process of reflection so you can have some accountability and acknowledge that you're actually quite resilient and you want to grow. So it looks like Melanie Stefan is the person who created the failure resume. I could be getting that very, very wrong and I apologize and I'm more than happy to correct myself later. Um, but from what I can see in an article published in Nature, uh, she 
talks about creating a resume of failures to um, shake off failure and, and keep going. One thing that I found really helpful in reflecting upon my failure resume was it was such a great way for me to see that success has its peaks and valleys and it's not a you know clear cut plan for everyone i am gonna have strengths i'm gonna have weaknesses and challenges and it's really important for me to reflect on those in order to see you know how i can grow okay so how do you create a failure resume so like i mentioned there's no like clear cut path but um you know, you you might want to base it on a on the format of your resume, of your actual resume. I basically just created a new document on Google Docs and <laughs> copied and pasted my resume into that document, and then basically t- took out all of my professional experience and I just started listing the things that were my failures. So you want to mirror that accomplishment-based resume. So for every success you list on your resume, you want to add how many times you failed before you achieved success on the other. So you could do this two ways. You could list all of those failures, like I mentioned, or you could, you know, maybe list your job and and list all of the failures in one area. So there's a lot of room for creativity here, obviously. You can list things chronologically. You can list them by category. You can list them professionally or personally. Uh, and include items that make you uncomfortable. For me, this whole thing was uncomfortable. <laughs> so that wasn't hard for me to do. But don't just breeze over the fact that you failed because you couldn't accomplish a task really dive deep into, okay, well, what happened in this area that made you feel like you couldn't accomplish that task? And if you have some huge failures in your mind that are glaring at you, but you don't want to put them down on paper, those are probably the most important things to list in your failure resume. And this doesn't have to be shown to anyone. This can be a tool that you use for yourself, or this can be a tool that you use professionally with your team. This can be a tool that you use with your therapist, with your partner. Um, I, I just think having this failure resume is such a beautiful way to reflect upon yourself and the areas in which you've grown. Um, So maybe you failed in one area of your life a long time ago and you can reflect upon the fact that you're not that person anymore. Look at that growth that you've created in your life. So say you've created your failure resume and you have listed all of these areas. You know, it doesn't need to be super pretty, but if you're that person that wants to make it look great, go for it. Um, What do you do with it now? I mentioned some areas that you can, you know, use in your personal life, in your professional life, but how can you use your failure resume to make a positive difference in your life? Well, what you wanna do is actually read it. You wanna look at it as a bigger picture. Where are you seeing patterns? Where are you seeing things in your life that are repeating themselves? Where are your blind spots in your failure resume? And where are areas of failure that actually aren't mistakes or areas of failure. Like say you 
applied for a role and you didn't get that job, but you were offered another job, you know, that worked out much better. The first, you know, job that you didn't get, maybe that wasn't a failure. That was an opportunity that, you know, that opened a door to another option, to a better option in your life. The second thing that you're going to want to do after you reflect upon your failure resume, after you're identifying any patterns, is you want to develop strategies to avoid making the same mistakes in your future. If you're seeing that part of your failure resume, maybe you're not great at social interactions um, and you're not developing a community in the way that you had hoped. So now you have that identified um, and you can create ways to change that future outcome. So you can maybe join some networking groups, be more honest with your community about the fact that you want to see people in your life more. Maybe you want to take public speaking courses to feel a little bit more comfortable talking to others. I think this is a great tool to use in order to understand um, how you want to develop and how you want to avoid making those mistakes in the future. And then, of course, we want to approach this failure resume with self-compassion. So as you're reading these things, giving yourself love, understanding the the fact that you're human and everyone has professional and personal struggles and acknowledging them is going to be so much better than ignoring them and and just understanding that you're human and and this all comes along with it. I think it's really important when you're practicing this compassion and humility. I mean, we talked about self-compassion in my interview with Antonella this week. It is so important to practice self-compassion in understanding that, okay, so this failure that I thought maybe, so I, I wanted to breastfeed for two years. I lasted six months. That in your mind may have been a major failure, but giving that young new mom some compassion and grace and understanding that that failure was actually the the best thing that you could do for yourself and your child is really, really important in that moment. So just taking these failures and and really understanding how you operate and how um, you can show yourself compassion, I think it's going to be such a wonderful lesson from this. I know it was for me. So obviously, a huge component of the failure resume is fear <laughs> and um, really understanding the fear of failure, the fears that you may have uh, when you list out all of your failures and how to overcome them or push through them. I think that we're often taught, you know, our accomplishments are the most important thing and you know, we're given a good job all the time. But we're not often taught that just trying and going for it is equally as important. When you see someone put themselves out there, when you see someone take a risk and really try, how do you feel about that person? I know I look at somebody trying and going for it and I'm like, wow, they're so brave. They are really doing their best and and they're really going for it that is incredible and i know i am cheering that person on so why can't i have that same compassion for myself when i'm trying and when i'm going for it 
I think the failure resume is such a beautiful tool to help with those moments of reflection in overcoming fear and overcoming a fear of failing. I am trying really hard with my parenting to cheer my son on when he's trying. I have noticed that if he's, you know, trying to spin something or push a, a, a ball or roll, we have this like wheel that was on a bike and we took it off and now he just plays with the wheel. And if the wheel doesn't roll in the direction or the way that he wants, he gets really upset. And I noticed I was cheering him on with him pushing it and rolling it. But um, I think he noticed that my cheers were maybe a little bit different if he wasn't doing it the way that he wanted. So now I really try and cheer him on when he's trying. And I say, you tried. That is so great that you're trying and you're, you're going and you're continuing to keep going. Now, I notice such a difference in my son when I cheer on the moments where he's trying versus the moments where he accomplished something. And I am trying (laughs) to do that with myself because I do it for others. When I see other people posting online or putting themselves out there or trying a new program or trying something new, I get so excited for them. When I do something new, I'm terrified of failing and I tend to beat myself up a bit more than I should or I feel like a failure if it's not perfect. So there's a disconnect there, obviously, of what I'm putting out into the world versus what I'm putting into myself. And so that's something that I'm trying to reflect on after accomplishing my failure resume. So another great part of the failure resume is doing it in conjunction with others. So uh, if you have a team that you're managing or maybe you're on a board of a nonprofit Maybe you have um, a book club or a personal group that you're a part of. I think doing this failure resume with other people and reflecting on it uh, in a trusted environment, obviously, is such a great experience for all of us to realize we're all failing at something. We're all making mistakes. We're all learning and trying to better understand how we can improve or how we can just exist on this giant rock floating through space. So I would invite you if you feel comfortable, if you want to create a failure resume and if you want to reach out to me about your failure resume, I am more than happy to talk about it. I think they're super important and super great to experiment with and I would love to hear about your reflections if you decide to create a failure resume and what you learned from the process. I would love to hear about how, you know, this is helping you in some way and and yeah, just what you've learned. And I'm actually so excited to announce that I've set up a voicemail page over at SpeakPipe. I've included the link to that voice message page in the show description. It'll be there every single episode. And I would encourage you to, if you do this exercise of a failure resume, feel free to record a note and let me know how it went. Share your personal reflections. Or if you have a question, a topic of interest, or a personal note that you you have for the show, feel free to send me a voice note and you might be featured on the show. 
I'm so excited about this new edition uh, and I can't wait to hear from you guys. So as promised, I want to share my experience with the Failure Resume and hello Brooklyn in the background. For those of you just joining me, I record out of my office in Brooklyn and by my office, my house. Um, and <laughs> so Brooklyn is always in the background. Um, but I want to share my failure resume with you guys and some reflections. Oh, I just want to give little Christina, younger Christina, even last week, younger Christina, so much love because doing this really, really helped me reflect on the fact that I have a very hard time finishing things. I have a really hard time being consistent, a really hard time finishing things. I have a really hard time with um, challenging myself and doing hard things. Um, And when I share some of these, you know, failures, I you'll see that there's a pattern. that my failures really revolve around starting and not finishing something or being really inconsistent, which is still such a huge issue for me. So if we go back to um, when I was younger, here are some things that I listed as my failures. I did this more in like chronological order. So not learning the piano, that was a big one. I didn't practice because I didn't want to be bad at the piano and I was embarrassed I wasn't learning the music. I remember when I took piano lessons, I was so scared <laughs> of not knowing things and that was that's a huge pattern in my failure resume is being afraid of not knowing something and being embarrassed that someone might think I'm stupid. So my intelligence is a huge insecurity on my failure resume and, and, and more so people's impressions of my intelligence. So people not taking me seriously or not thinking I'm intelligent, being embarrassed is a big one. I remember not understanding music and being really embarrassed by that. To this day, it's really hard. It's, it's hard for me to learn music. So a second one on the music uh, thread is not learning the trumpet. <laughs> I have this, I have such a distinct memory. I didn't practice instruments when I was younger. I would start and maybe play them for a week, two weeks, and I would never pick them up again. But the trumpet, I had to like play at a recital with a bunch of other people and I pretended to know what I was doing and I was so embarrassed that I wasn't learning the music well enough and my mom my whole family came to watch me at the recital with all these other kids thank god it was a group experience but I was looking over at the person next to me to match what they were doing I wasn't even blowing through the trumpet I was pressing these buttons and I didn't know and my mom said did you know what you were doing like did you did you figure it out like did you know how how to play and I said yeah dumb mom no I had no idea I I had no idea I was absolutely faking it so in high school I didn't try out for the swim team I was too afraid of not being fit enough and I was super scared of how my body would look in a swimsuit but I'm actually an amazing swimmer 
and I always have been a really great swimmer, but I was so afraid of not being good enough, of trying out, oh my God, trying out for something, auditioning for something. Are you kidding me? Having people look at you being physically active and deciding if you're physically active enough and good enough to be on a team, my nightmare, my nightmare. Another failure I have is that I didn't get into NYU. I didn't have journalism experience. I wasn't, you know, great at school. I mean, I was good at school. I just wasn't like an A plus student. I I really wanted to go into journalism, but I never was brave enough to approach the local paper at school basically until like my senior year. (laughs) And I started writing for the school paper. Um, And then kind of In the same vein, I was rejected from grad school at Columbia because I didn't have enough journalism experience. I was not brave enough to start writing and approaching the local paper. This podcast is actually the most consistent I've been with pursuing a passion of mine, um, which is like really communications and more like journalistic experience. I've I've always been very scared to, to do that. And... As you can see, there's like a very big theme of failure and fear um, of of not (laughs) of being so afraid to go do the thing of being really afraid to dive in. And it's so funny because on this show, I, I started this show because I was like, how are people doing the things? And what I've come to realize is we don't we all don't know what we're doing, but also a lot of people are just doing the thing. They're going and taking the risk around the thing that scares them. And for me, I was very scared and I was not brave enough at the time to get into writing for a local paper. I have a couple of different failures on here um, that I moved back home from living in Buffalo after six months, but that was actually not a failure. I actually don't think like any of these are failures. I think that these were huge lessons in understanding my upbringing, the way my brain works, um, and the messages that I was receiving around me all the time. Um, these these are very, really great reflections for me. And after doing this, it was uh, it's been so helpful for me to reflect on this. Um, So moving back home after living in Buffalo, New York for six months was so good for me to do because I distinctly remember getting off the plane when I moved back home to California and thinking, what the hell am I doing? Why am I here? And I moved back very quickly um, after moving home to California. Everyone thought I was nuts. um, And but I knew exactly what was best for myself. So I have a couple of other failures on here about not reaching fundraising goals, not getting promoted at a job. That job was a really toxic environment. So um, that was a great opportunity. Biting my nails again after stopping, working out and stopping, stopping my podcast for nearly a year, always buying a planner but never really using it, story of my life, um, and consistency. So I have so many failures on here around starting, stopping, consistency, um, and it's been so great. And I'm I, I'm being very vulnerable and sharing all of this with you. So I hope 
I hope you can give me grace. Um, and because I think it's really important to just be open about all of this stuff. But the biggest lesson I have learned through doing this exercise is I am very afraid of consistency and I need a little bit more help in being consistent and being accountable and really setting myself up for a framework of um, being consistent and, and initiating tasks and going through with them in my life. After I did this exercise, it was really helpful for me to see that I work really well within like a reward system. So if I'm doing something, say I'm learning the piano. Okay, if I'm practicing for an hour, maybe I'll like go watch a movie or <laughs> maybe I get to go, I don't know, out for a walk, something. If I have a structure in place where there's a reward, um, that's really important. And then the other thing that is very important in all of this is doing things I like. I didn't really like the piano. I didn't really like trumpet. I didn't like that job where I didn't reach my fundraising goals and I didn't get promoted. But when I do things I like, it turns out so much better for me. And that's still a lesson I'm learning. I am trying to figure out how to put time into myself. I'm trying to figure out how to get outside more and do more um, while trying to do this and, and being a mom and having a job. So there are just so many things I'm working on. But this failure resume has personally for me been such a wonderful exercise. So please, I would love to hear if you are going to dabble in the failure resume. And also, if you want to work on it with someone, I want to once again promote Rachel Volkley Kuhlman. She is amazing. This is where I learned about this exercise and I wanted to talk about it this week. It is super helpful. And if you do, uh, dabble into your failure resume and you want to share your outcome, please feel free to click that voice message link and share your experience. Or if you have a question or a topic that you want to hear on the show, feel free to send me a voice message. That is all for today. Uh, next week, oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Yeah, horn in the background. Um, I am really, really excited for next week's show. I... And being so dramatic, but next week's interview, I feel like changed my life. And, <laughs> and I think about, I've thought about this interview every single day since I've conducted it. And it was a while ago. <laughs> so I can't wait for you to hear it if you're in a similar spot like me. So that's my teaser for next week's episode. Um, it will be launching on Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. Uh, you can find the Amplify Her podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Feel free to follow me over on Instagram at Amplify Her Media. And then feel free to check out the rest of the lineup of our shows on Amplify Her Media on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions, anything that you want to chat about, feel free to send me that voice message. I will see you next week on the next interview episode of the show. I can't wait to see how your failure resumes turn out. And remember, your voice matters and your story matters. And I will see you on the next episode of the Amplify Her podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye.